What's the last thing you remember? All of a sudden, there was a light, and then I was falling. Who are you? I was supposed to be executed two days ago. And I was in combat. So was I. Black Ops. Yakuza. We need to work as a team. Does this look like a team-orientated group of individuals to you? You are listening to Don't Be That Guy, Got a Sequel and Remix. This is episode 347. I'm Marquis Mike. Oh, thanks for the nice introduction. Yeah. I really have nothing to add. I try to be consistent. Uh, 347 of these. I feel like we've always introduced ourselves. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you think anybody listens, they go, eh, which one's which? Uh, nah. This is based on, yeah. I don't think so. I, I, uh, I listen to a podcast. I, I, I'm new to it. Uh, but I've probably listened to a month, and uh, it's three guys, and there are two of them. I don't know which one's talking at any given moment. So, yeah, there was a podcast. With two. I was listening to it was it's one of these. Um, it was Adventure Zone, which is a a dad and a couple brothers playing uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Uh-huh. But the two brothers sound alike, so it was. I'm like, wait, who's talking? Because sometimes they kind of talk over each other, yeah. just because it's. A role, you know, I think, you know, you're shouting things out that you're doing and during a role-playing game and yeah. stuff. I haven't had the opportunity to play one yet, although I want to. And everyone I know that plays them, I'm like, hey, I really would like to play, but I never get an invite. I feel like, it's funny, it it, it feels like uh, Dungeons & Dragons, and this is all based on just watching things on YouTube or hearing things online or like hearing it talked about on podcasts, is that it's... The people who play it are these people, quote unquote, nerds and Vin Diesel. But it seems like a very ex- exclusive club to be. It's clicky. To get into, yeah. It's clicky, yeah. It's kind of it's like revenge, like from like bad high school or something. Yeah, yeah. It's very clicky. So I have like I have like friends that like ga- gaming group friends like I see on a weekly basis playing board games and stuff, right? And or maybe not weekly, but a lot. And we'll play a specific game a lot. And then I was at the, the one, and he's like, yeah, I've played Dungeons & Dragons. I run a group and stuff. And I'm just like, yeah, I've always really wanted to play. I've never had an opportunity. It'd be really great to do it. Kind of like, I don't want to invite myself, but right. like, let it be hits. known that yeah. I'm game. Letting the line and then be like, I bought all the books. I got all the books. I never mm-hmm. played. I just bought them because I like to read them. And, and like, I want to know how to play. And I... I just gonna start my own group. Yeah. Figure it out. Figure yeah, it out. I'll show up. It may be like that Key and Peele sketch, you know, <laughs> where I'm, I'm uh, Kanye the, the, the Majestic yes. or whatever. But yeah. uh, it seems like a game right up my alley. You just make stuff just up. Just make stuff up. Yeah. yeah. How would you... Boom. This happened. Now you respond. I think part of maybe why I don't get invited to is playing these other games. I'm very loose. Uh, like, I play by the rules. But I'm I'm fluid and I'm chill and like if someone messes up I'm like whatever man it's cool it's just a game yeah like, and I, and I think maybe they realize I'm not rigid enough mm. for their style yeah you know they wear cloaks and stuff yeah. yeah yeah where I would be like oh, I forgot my cloak today so I I wore a Tommy Hilfiger bathrobe and I'm a dwarf yeah and they're gonna be like there's Tommy Hilfiger does not exist in our in our land. 
Although, Thomas Hilfiger, that sounds like a Dungeons and Dragons name. Yeah. Yeah. Probably a, a ranger. Yeah. Hilfiger, yeah. Um, <laughs> we still got to find a third for, our, for for Die Hard. I know you've had that game for like yep. two years now. Yep, we're gonna do. We're gonna get Die Hard going. Yeah, for sure. We'll get a third, or even a fourth. We might have an epic Die Hard night. Yeah. Um, there was another one I was looking at. The same company put together a uh, another license based on a movie game that I thought looked awesome, and I forgot what it was. Oh, is it The Shining? Because I was about to pull the trigger on the Shining the board game. I didn't. See, I didn't know there was a okay, Shining the board I'm gonna game. Okay, I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna pull the trigger on the Shining the board game in October. You, me, and whoever this third and fourth is that we eventually find. We're going to play The Shining, the board game. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I'm in. I saw that um, perusing. Uh, this might be another one of those things. I, we were talking about how uh, the vaccine chip is tracking us. And yeah. It yeah. might have just been a thing that showed up advertised to me because they yeah. know that I, I've enjoyed the movie The Shining. Has to be. Yeah. And you know what? It worked. It was targeted advertisement, and I said, yeah, I'd like to buy that product. You bought in. Yeah, you have, you, it's in my Amazon wish list right now. You know you're going to get it. Yeah, I didn't know they were doing one for that. That sounds cool. Yeah. Sounds cool. So, we'll do that. Well, you know, board games based on movies. What movies have you been watching that may be a board game one day? Yeah, I, I, I didn't watch a lot, but I got a few. And and before we started, you mentioned like theater. And Mark, I did get to the theater. Oh, yeah? I got to the theater, Mark. Uh, I went and saw Green Knight. The Green Knight. Oh, how was that? It was good. I want to. I want to see that. I just heard an interview with the director, and uh, now I just want to check out his like catalog. It, it was good, and it, it was um, it was such a refreshing kind of movie. I haven't seen anything like that in so long. Mm. Um, it, it wasn't a comic book action movie. It wasn't a raunch comp. Yeah. It was just this psychological kind of mind bending um, medieval tale. Yeah, and it was it was really it was really cool. Uh, yeah, I'm glad I went. That's good to hear that because you see the or I actually, I have not seen a single trailer for this, but you hear the tale, Green Knight. Mm-hmm. You hear it's a uh, Arthurian tale, and it's good to hear that it's not it's not trying to be King Arthur Marvel, but it's King Arthur. Right. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, I did go see Stillwater. Hmm. And, uh... Um, yeah, it was just shit on Stillwater, but I wasn't going to go out to see it. <laughs> I didn't care enough to see it. That's really what I um, I kind of... My whole thing with getting to the theater of both these movies was... I'm paying for that Unlimited. I need to go yes. get some movies in. So... And I was like, I did want to see Green Knight. And I had not seen a trailer for it. Mm-hmm. I had just kind of, like, read a brief, like, Hey, there's this movie coming out. This is what it is. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go see that. It sounds good. So I, and I saw this plan. I'm like, I'm going. And then Stillwater, I went to see. And I'm like... Because I heard... I heard Damon on, you know, he did, you know, your, he did your Good Morning America's, your oh. CBS Sundays, and your, your NPR Fresh Air. He's on Hot Ones. He's been everywhere, right? He's so, promoting the hell out of this movie. Promoting that. And so I went to see it. It's fine. Yeah. It's not, it, not necessarily a big screen experience. In fact, you do not need to see it in a big screen. It's not a big screen experience. But it's pretty good. I enjoyed it. Um, it's a movie. Not gonna get him his Oscar. No, okay. it's not gonna win an Oscar. Uh, I, it, it's not an Oscar performance in my yeah. opinion. Um, they put on all that weight. It's an okay movie, but Mark, it's a forgettable movie. Yeah, it's a run of the mill, fucking drama. It's a movie. We get yeah. like a dozen of them every week. Right. Uh, 
I was more interested in some of the previews. Okay. Um, just because it was nice to see some stuff coming out, and, and I feel like, man, things are going to start dropping. And I hope to watch... I hope next time we meet to watch a specific movie to talk about it, and we'll get we'll talk about it next next time. All right. I hope to watch it because I think it'll be a surprise for both of us. Okay. And <laughs> I, I'm intrigued. Based completely on previews. Yeah. And then so this movie coming. It's not out yet, but they dropped the trailer, and you have enough time within the next two weeks to see it. I think so. Okay. And then. Um, had a great we were we were looking for a movie one night I'm like hey you want to watch something and, and she was like yeah and, and for the first time in 12 years she suggested something and i said fuck yeah we're watching that and it was a blast we watched the great outdoors john candy dan Aykroyd, 1986 and i still really enjoyed it it's a fun movie yeah. Yeah, Great Outdoors is great. great. Great Outdoors, yeah. Have you seen um, Summer Rental? No. I think we talked about it. I think I, think I watched you... it with, like last year. And yeah. You, like, never... Good little double feature. If you want a John Candy, vac- the vac- John Candy Vacation-averse, I'm Great Outdoors, it. check out some Vacation. I want to say it's streaming somewhere because I almost threw my, it on. Putting it on my, on my watch list right now. I want to say it's on HBO. It's a Carl Reiner movie. Yeah. I didn't know that. But, uh... uh All right. So, that's a 19... That was pre... That's 85, and it is on HBO Max. So, check out Summer Rental. Yeah, I think that's going on there. It's just... John. I don't know anybody else in the movie except for John Candy, but it's a, it's a John Candy movie. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean... Same guy who did The Jerk... Yeah. It's got to be good, right? <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I watched. I wa- those yeah. were my um, three movies independent of what we watched for the show. Yeah. Not a ton, but felt good about yeah. myself getting to the theater. Twice. Yeah, twice. Yeah. Twice in one, twice in like 72 hours. Yeah. I went on a Thursday and then I went on a, on a Saturday. Yeah, it's good times. Yeah. Keeping them afloat. Theater was cold though, man. I should have wore a sweatshirt. Yeah. I forgot how cold those theaters are. Oh, it's so tough because it's like a nine degree day. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if you if you go during the day. That's usually when I go to the movies. So yeah, it's mean, so dark in the theaters. You're like, oh, it's nighttime, and then you leave. You're like, ah, the sun. Yeah. And it's hot. And it's like you know afternoon shows. I'm in flip flops and shorts. Going there, freezing my sack off. Mm. When I went to Stillwater though, oh man, blue blue hair special, right? Just it seems like a blue hair movie. Yeah. Yeah, blue hair special all around me. Oh, man, I can't wait to see Cry Macho in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> with, like, the guys with the VFW. Yeah. Shriners in their little hats. Yeah. <laughs> what have you been watching? Uh, yeah, I got I got quite a few movies in. Um, let's see, how do I start these? You know, I'll, I'll, I'll go in chronological order of when, when they were released. Okay, yeah, I like this. I like um, this. I was... Doing something. I was folding laundry, maybe. I was like, I, I need some background noise. I want something Ooh, I don't have to pay movie. attention to. Can I guess? Yeah. Mr. Mom. It was not. I'm fine with what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, I wanted something because I almost threw on. I think I almost threw on like a samurai movie. 
was like, Ooh, wait a minute. No, I, I have to read this. Yeah. I'm doing laundry. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. If you look away for a second, you're going to miss dialogue. Yeah. Um, so I threw... <laughs> it's funny how I got from like an Akira Kurosawa film to this movie. <laughs> <laughs> because they... they both movies were listed under the Turner Classic Movie section of HBO. Uh-huh. And so I think I was just scrolling down. I was like, oh, okay, I'll watch this. I'll tell you how I got there. <laughs> I think it was under action or drama. And I was looking at the samurai movie. The anticipation's palpable for me right now. And I said, I can't watch the samurai movie. I'm doing laundry. I'll go over to comedy. And as you know, on HBO Max, they list things alphabetically. Yeah. Starting numerically. Yeah. So I threw yeah. on the 2002 classic Eight-Legged Freaks. <laughs> uh, did not finish. <laughs> it's pretty bad. I I thought I was like, oh yeah. I wonder if this is a movie because it's supposed to be a B horror movie. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be like not great, but maybe it's a little tongue in cheek. Maybe I will appreciate it now. Uh, and no, it's not. It's not Tremors, like where it's okay. You know, Tremors is a monster movie. It's bad, but it's kind of. Not purposely bad, but, but like they're in on like yeah, we're making a monster. But movie. good campy, yes, good campy. This is this is campy, but also kind of try hardy. But then like mm. ah, it, it's it's just not. It's good. David Arquette and Adam Baldwin. David Arquette and Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. Uh, I I need to re I should revisit it, but maybe I won't because I have fonder memories of what you're telling me. Yeah. So I think I'll just leave it at, at that when I watched it in, in like ninth grade or whatever. Oh, you know you're thinking of? Dougie Doug. Dougie Doug, yeah, yeah. yeah. David Arquette, Scarlett Johansson, and Dougie Doug. I get Adam Baldwin and Dougie yeah. Doug mixed up all the time. Yeah, I was like, oh, this will be this will be like, uh, you know, like an anaconda or, uh, you know, it's, it's silly, but a big monster movie. Why not? And then, uh, no, it's, it's bad. I think it's because they didn't try to earnestly make a B-horror movie that was campy, they tried to make a comedy that was in... Um, a B-horror movie. Yeah, and in that yeah. case, then it's just not funny. It's like, well, okay, if you're, if you're going to make a comedy, you got to have jokes. Yeah, I mean, I you feel... can't just go atmospherically. I feel like that can be done. I yeah, like, yeah. I, th- I think I've seen that done, but they just didn't do it right. Like, there's horror movies that are campy mm-hmm. and, and in a funny way, like, like Tremors or um, uh, Slither, yeah. for instance. That, yeah, it's a great example. And then, and then, yeah, I, there's got to be a, a comedy that is a campy horror movie. But to me, those would be like, um, like a Zombieland. Yeah, Zombieland, Shaun of the Dead, Shaun of the Dead, um, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Com- yeah, comedy yeah. first. Yeah, tat just yeah, yeah. And I think those are the best ones. Is where they're uh, uh, Cabin in the Woods. Oh yeah, that's a good because it's a comedy, but all the whole, same with um, Shaun of the Dead or uh, Zombieland. The horror elements those are done earnestly. Like it's like no, yeah, yeah, but we're gonna you, you know, we're gonna this section we're gonna make a zombie. Yeah, yeah. this is this is a zombie movie just wrapped in a, in a, in a comedy. Yeah, um, yeah, this just wasn't wasn't great. Um, I'd like to see a nice. Okay, let's do let's do some more. Um, you know. Creature features. I want to see a giant spider movie in 2021. Oh man, I don't know. I think special effects are too good for giant spider movies. Yeah. Because they're gross. Oh, no, another good one. Arachnophobia. Yes. Yeah, that's a great, like, yeah. that's kind of in that uh, slither. Um, 
sphere of like, yeah, it's it's a it's a monster, you know, or I don't know what it's called, but you know, bug. It's a bug movie, yeah. but yeah, it's it's done well. Yeah, it's campy. Even like um, uh, the Meg. Yeah, Meg's a Meg's another. Yeah, plenty of good examples. Yes. Like your freaks stats. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's a DNF. Did not finish. Um, so I don't think I can honestly give it a review. Maybe it has a killer second half. Or a great soundtrack. Might have a great soundtrack, yeah. <laughs> um, it was very, of the time, it was very 2000s, because mm-hmm. there was a lot of, like, stuff, like, that look, the way people dressed, motocross was, was really... Yeah. Was that post-Scream? Yeah. Yeah. Scream's, what, 96? Okay, so yeah. This is, like, Arquette doing, like, Ready to Rumble. Yeah, or, okay, you know, yeah. That stage. Uh, okay. So, watch that. I watched a 2017 movie. Uh, this was my wife's suggestion, which I thought was interesting. We watched Thor Ragnarok. Um, Christopher Hemsworth. Movie. Muscles. Muscles. Um, it's uh, funnier, though. It's, it, it's, got, it's got a different feel than the other yeah. two Thor movies we did for the show. Uh, this might be my favorite Marvel movie. Uh, we got to it because my wife thought of a movie called Sing Street, but it had a song about driving, and she was driving, and it got started, and it's like, oh, I'm going to watch Sing Street. And she said, and then it got her to think of uh, this movie called Hunt for the Wilder People, uh, because, I guess, uh, kids, kids in movies, uh-huh. and uh, she goes, oh, no, I want to watch Hunt for the Wilder People. No, we just saw Hunt for the Wilder People. Mark's been telling me Taika Waititi directed this, what other movies did Taika Waititi direct? Thor Ragnarok. So she's like, fine, yeah, let's watch it. And uh, we watched it over two days. She liked it. I liked it. It's fun. It's probably the best version of these what Marvel movies can be. Yeah, I, I agree. It's 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 fine. Yeah. It's it's a, it's funny. It's action-packed. Yeah. Uh, of this genre, like, now that now there's 22 of these things. Is that know? the is that the one with the Damon? The Damon cameo? Yeah. Okay. The Damon yeah. cameo yeah. in it. And, uh, yeah. So, like, of what the genre now that is Marvel cinematic movies are... This is like, yeah, it's like the best version of it, you know. They all yeah. follow the formula, but... I thought Ragnarok is up there. I mean, my favorite yeah. is still Doctor Strange, to stand by that, but... Um, Never seen. Ragnarok is, uh, of, of Thor movies, definitely the best yeah. Thor movie. Of, of the more, of the Avengerverse, it's gotta be at the top yeah. of the list, for sure. Yeah. I think Doctor Strange is the only one I haven't seen. Just check that out. Yeah. Uh, there'll, there'll be a Doctor Strange 2, and that'll give me a watch Doctor Strange 1. Um... Doctor Strange shows up in Ragnarok, and, he, and he's fun. He's fun in it with his uh, his magic, uh, his sorcery, whatever mm-hmm. he is. Okay, so watch that. Watched a movie on Hulu. This came out in two, uh, 2020. It's a, it's a very like independent feeling movie. It's a comedy. It's kind of a comedy alien movie. It's uh, called Save Yourselves. It's about this uh, tech tech obsessed uh, millennial couple that um, decides they need to unplug from their you know cell phones and emails and all that stuff so they go to uh, Cabin in the Woods and during that week away uh, alien invasion happens um, it's got a really good 20 minute first 20 minutes and then it kind of falls apart at the end so it, not, not the best um, yeah is that a Amazon original or anything like that it's or? on Hulu so oh, I don't Hulu. know if it was a Hulu yeah, Hulu production. I remember from Scare Street or whatever they're calling their their their, their horror. Yeah, so not a horror. It's more of a um, uh, yeah. So it doesn't fall under that like uh, what, what, yeah. What are they calling that? Uh, their dark series. I don't know. But I like something it. dark. Yeah, maybe that's right. darks in the title. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Yeah, this is definitely more supposed to be like a comedy, like like that independent comedy feel gotcha. to it. Okay. Because um, like the aliens aren't, um, you know, it's not like Attack the Block or anything. Like the aliens are goofy, right? In, in a sense. Um, so yeah, that's on that's on Hulu. Um, not giving that like a strong endorsement. Okay, two other movies I watched. Three other movies. Jeez, I got a lot in. Make these ones quick. I watched Fear Street, nineteen ninety four. Fear Street, 1978. I like 78 more than I like 94. Did not particularly like either one of them that much. No, I will watch 1666. Um, You're a completionist. Yeah. You know, I got an hour and a half of my day. I can squeeze it in. I got more laundry to fold. Um, You know, there's some stuff to like about it. Um, But, you know, I don't know. Netflix is just kind of this weird thing where, like, the feel of their movies a lot. It just they do feel kind of like directed. Like, I heard so say, directed Netflix is like the new directed video. That you it is just like yeah. this dumping ground. Like we get a lot of stuff, and a lot of things I'll say about Netflix movies. Is like man, I wish someone would have edited this. I wish someone else would have got in there. I know they're giving a lot of directors and creators like freedom to do what they want. There's, there's, there are times I watch a movie and I'm like, I wish this was tightened up a bit. I wish someone would, would have stepped in a little bit. Um, yeah, it's getting hard too with, like, I, I enjoyed those movies for what they were. Yeah. But it's getting hard with Netflix because they they brand so much so much Netflix. I wish, they, I wish I could tell more whether it was a Netflix production right. or just something they bought. Yeah, like Black Mirror, right? The first... Right. Three seasons of that was I mean, BBC. They, they basically have bought all of BBC, yeah. right? Like and sla- slap their logo. On yeah, it. just slap Netflix original on it. But then they have things that are like in, true in-house productions, right? Like Stranger Things, mm-hmm. which you know, Stranger Things is like a renowned show. Yeah. Um, and I don't. That's the the Fear Street movies. I'm not sure where they stand. Those, those are Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. Productions. Those are Netflix okay. productions. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I tried to watch other prisons. I was like, oh, okay, this these are, I mean, they're books for young teens. Yeah. So I was like, okay, this is young teen horror movie. It's an introduction to horror. But they're also, especially the first one, I felt, well, definitely the second one, but you, you get those, um, you, you, like, so 1994, you get, like, the homage to Scream. It, it felt like that opening scene. Felt oh, the opening was very Scream. Scream. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, 78 is the slashers on the area. So that, that was cool. Um but then you watch it's like they're crazy bloody yeah. for what, what you're watching and the language so it's like oh if this was a movie this would be R-rated in which case you're missing your audience yeah you miss your audience because if you're a teen who is watching that much gore watching that much language then just watch one of the really good horror movies that are out right now um, yeah so you, you know what it felt like it felt like kind of a turned up like Ryan Murphy show turned into a movie. Yeah. It kind of had that American yeah, Horror Story yeah. or his, like, Fox show he did, uh, Scream Queens. Mm-hmm. It kind of had that. Where it's like, if that's the audience they're going for, which is, you've been watching American Horror Story, you've been watching Scream Queens, here's an hour and a half movie that's going to give you the same feel, but it's on Netflix, so we can be way more bloodier than we can on Fox. And we can say fuck a lot. Yeah, yeah. that's true. They do say fuck a lot. There's a lot of cursing, and it's bloody, and... Mm-hmm. and the nudity in the second one. And a lot of cursing, yeah. and... I don't remember the new DVD. Yeah, br- brief. I mean, but. you know, but if if you get your little block, it would say uh, rated R for violence, language, gore, brief nudity. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
drugs. Drugs. That one. <laughs> they, they don't call it drugs, but he is like uh, substance. Yeah, substance. Sub substance, substance use. Substance use. Like uh, all right, so watch that. One more movie. Watch it. This is on HBO Max. This is an HBO, I think, Max original. It's a Steven Soderbergh's newest film, No Sudden Moves. Mm. Um, Don Cheadle, Benicio Del Toro. You went for it, huh? Man. Watched it. Yeah, not a long run time. Um, so I was like, yeah, let me give this a shot. I liked it in that it felt like a, an Elmore Leonard book. You know, it's, it's 1950s Detroit. And it's about hitmen, or not even hitmen. It's about criminals doing criminal stuff, and then there's twists and turns. I was absolutely lost by the end of it of what the plot was and who was on whose side. Uh, so there's that, but it's all right. Yeah, I want to check that one out, but I, for some I'm just so hesitant on that one. I don't yeah, know why. There's some things, there's definitely things I didn't like about it. The, the plot I thought was weak. There's some camera stuff he's doing that I was like, oh, I don't like that. There's like, he, he uses like this weird, like, fisheye lens for some things that when I'm watching I was I noticed it um but it just uh, it has that feel of like watching Get Shorty or Out of Sight which you know Steve Soberg also did or um yeah it just kind of had that like Elmore Leonard Jackie Brown like it has that like oh these are criminals and we're we're following these 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 criminals doing things and it's kind of it's kind of light um not that not they're like bumbling criminals, but it's not it's not super heavy. You know, like the drama of it. It's not, um, you know, you don't feel bad. But also not super great. So check it out or don't. That, that, that's my recommendation that's, to you. And that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. That's a good recommendation. You yeah, I, I, was, I was iffy on it. Like, I gave it a overall like, positive. Like on, on a one through five, it's probably like a three. But... Barely cracked that three. Um, good cast, though. A lot of people you recognize show up in it. Um, yeah, that's what super, I watched. Super cast. Yeah, yeah. If you want to call a super cast of, like, character actors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, try to... Because, yeah, it's uh, Don Cheadle, Benicio Del Toro, David Harbour, Ray Liotta, John Hamm. Brendan Fraser shows up in it. Kieran Culkin. Brendan Fraser, as in Sino Man. Yeah. <laughs> I, Brendan Fraser's in this movie. I've not seen Brendan Fraser in 20 years. I, I don't know. What was the last movie? We did The Mummy. Yeah, that was 96. Yeah, but what was he most... been in new? I don't know. Crash? 2007? Oh, man. Probably is the last time I remember him. He's in this movie. And then I just watch the movie. I go, all right. There you go. And then I go through the cast at, at the end of the movie. And then go through it. I was like, holy shit. That was, that was Brendan Fraser? <laughs> he looks different. Okay. 15 years. Man's aged. Uh, as he should. Good, good yeah. for him. Um, yeah. So it's uh, Bill Dukes in the movie. Which um, I watched this after I watched Predator. Uh -huh. And so he shows up. I was like, hey. There, there he is. Bill Duke. I remember that guy. Yeah. Still working. Uh, <laughs> still still putting in work. Yeah. If you would have asked, like, is Bill Duke alive or dead? I, I don't know what I would have said. I... Carl Weathers is dead. I would have been... Uh, no, they're the same guy, but just, you know, who else from that era? Carl Weathers ain't dead. 
Scar wasn't that dead? No, he's in fucking Mandalorian, dude. Oh. Are you in Billy Dee Williams? No, that's, that's Lando. Carl Weathers. He's still with us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought... Maybe he's died in Happy Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> he lost his hand. So I picture, so I picture him in heaven. I was like, yeah, that's where, that's where Carl Weathers is. R.I.P. I just have to say Carl Weathers. I just picture him in heaven with his golf hat. <laughs> we watched two other movies in preparation for this. I, I've already given it away with what movies we watched. We watched the 2010 sequel to the 1987 movie Predator. We watched Predators. Uh, Predator came out in 1987, directed by John McTiernan, who, uh, this was his second film after a movie called Nomads, but then he would go on to do uh, Die Hard, Hunt for Red October. Last Action Hero. Last Action Hero. Underrated. Which is also an HBO Max. Almost threw that one on. So good. Long run time. It's like two and a half at least. It's a long movie. That's what, that's why we're A-legged for It's so good. Um... Written by Jim and John Thomas, the, the Thomas brothers, uh, who also wrote uh, Executive Decision and Wild Wild West. So, um, you know, it's the Thomases. You know, that's it. Executive Decision uh-huh. and Wild Wild West. Yeah. Executive Decision's good. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a while, but I remember liking it as a kid. And that's Kurt Russell Kurt, on the... Mostly Kurt Russell. But he's not the president. He's not the president. Yeah. And then there's um, some really cool Steven Seagal action within. Is Holly Berry in that movie? And, uh, maybe. She's in Pastor 57. Now in my mind, does she play a flight attendant in two movies? I mean, it takes place on an airplane. John, Le- John Leguizamo is also. I think, I, from what I recall, yeah. executive decision rules. Okay. And from what everyone recalls, Baldwin West... Doesn't rule. Does not rule. But we got the Predator. Yeah. They also did Predators too, as well. Oh, okay. Into that, so. uh, it stars Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, he's coming off uh, Terminator, which we did uh, a couple episodes ago. Commando, Raw Deal. Carl Weathers, the aforementioned Carl Weathers, he had already done the first four Rocky movies at this point. Uh, Bill Duke, Elpedia Carrillo, um, Jesse Ventura. Shane Black's also in this movie. Um, Predator, for those that don't know, it's about a team of commandos on a mission in Central America who find themselves hunted by an extraterrestrial warrior. Um, has a $15 million budget. Box office over $98 million. Uh, did you revisit Predator in preparation for this week's episode? I did. And what'd you th- what were your thoughts on Predator upon this rewatch? Prime rib, man. <laughs> it's so, it is still so staking yeah. good. I haven't watched it in probably five years. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's such a badass movie. Yeah, I, so those who listen to every episode know that maybe three episodes ago, I mentioned watching Predator and how much I love Predator. I rewatched Predator again six weeks later for this episode, just so it was fresh in my mind. And it's, it's still awesome. So awesome. Yeah. Uh, Predator spawned a, uh, uh, a slew of sequels. Predator 2 in 1990, which uh, didn't see uh, any of the returning cat, uh, any of the cast return, did, but did sub in Danny Glover. Uh, takes place in uh, the urban jungle of Los Angeles. Did we do Predator 2 on the show? We have not done Predator 2. I thought we did. Yeah. 
I, I checked because I also had the same feeling of like, we did that, right? I thought we did, but I guess not. Yeah. Um, and then we also got two Alien versus Predator. We have done Aliens and Alien 3 uh, for the show. We get Alien vs. Predator 2004 and Alien vs. Predator Requiem in 2007. Yeah. Have you, um, not, not that you have to do it for the show, but uh, have you seen those? I have seen those. I've never seen Requiem. Uh, yeah, I, I did. Um, I, I enjoy Alien vs. Predator. Uh, I mean, we're talking about two really great franchises and, and slamming them together, but I, I think, I think truly the Alien vs. Predator stuff is based on comic books that slammed the two universes together. I believe, yeah, it sounds right. Versus, it's, it's such a weird thing, like, trying to figure out what the universe is. Um, I mean, honestly, it really doesn't matter. But yeah, I, I remember, I mean, I like Alien versus Predator. It's just an action movie with aliens and predators. Can't go wrong. Mm. Requiem, was terrible though. It was aliens and predators, but it was just terrible. I mean, they couldn't get anyone to be in the movie for crying out loud. Like it's just it's nobody's. It should have been like a sci-fi original. It's that bad. Yeah, especially. Um, I feel like that sounds familiar. Of that no one was in it, but then you see like Prometheus. Uh, What's well, two thousand seven? Prometheus probably seven years later. And you look at that cast, and you get people to show up for these type of movies. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, 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 interrupt them. Um, like I said, $98 million uh, box office back in 1987. Has a uh, uh, Rotten Tomato score of 81% based on 48 reviews. Uh, the critical consensus says it's part sci fi, part horror, part action, all muscle. Hell yeah, it I can't, is. I can't. Uh, you know what? Throw in part comedy. Throw in part drama. So, I mean, of all those parts, the only, I think the only one we could probably throw out is horror. Yeah. To me, it's not really... It's got monsters. It's not really horror, though. Yeah. Um, I mean, is the Predator much different than, say, a Jason Voorhees? Some teens for an elite commando unit? Um, yeah, he's a lot different. Um... Voorhees was killing out of a, um, a, a carnal instinct developed through psychosis. Predators come for sport. So yeah. they're way different. But, you know, he's uh, just stalking, stalking in the woods. <laughs> um, I'm trying to... I, I, was, I saw Predator when I was way too young. But I don't think I ever thought it was scary. So. I never thought it was scary. I also saw this very young. This was... Everything happens in the day. This was a movie. Mark always makes fun of me. This was a movie I don't think my dad screened oh. or needed to screen, or he just didn't feel the need to screen. I just watched it. Mm-hmm. Somehow I watched it, and I, and I was never... This movie never scared me. Yeah. 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 It's an Arnold movie, so you know... I think this was a movie my dad's like, check this movie out. It's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I feel like in that area, you go with an Arnold movie, you, you know you're probably not going to get set I don't feel like man is there any horror movie with like a lot of I guess the Terminator had a sex scene in it Terminator but like the um, original Terminator that's about it yeah like he's, he's not he's not Arnold's not a guy who gets yet. it on yeah no he, Arnold's almost like asexual like yeah like he does he, he his love interest in in any of these movies now I'm trying to go through all of them quickly 
is like Jamie Lee Curtis and True Lies, and their whole love story was that they've been married for twenty years. Right. You know, so it's not yeah, like he never has like a love interest in no, movies. No. He, he's a man set on focused on a mission. Um, you know they're gonna be violent, but they're Arnold violent. Like it's almost its own like it's cartoonish almost. Yeah. The, the 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 level of violence you can get in an Arnold movie. And I don't know. Yeah, you're gonna get some language. There's some language. I don't know if there's language in the Predator. In Predator, yeah, there, yeah, yeah, like, like I mean, I mean, Arnold uh, like says, "You're one ugly mother." Oh yes, yes. yeah. There's classic. There's lots of yeah. There's lots of lots of language uh, in in Predator. Yeah. Um, So we get all those sequels. We get uh, Alien versus Predator matchup in 2010. We get a new Predator movie, Predators, directed by Nimrod Antal, who had directed uh, Armored. Uh, in 2009, Vacancy in 2007. It was uh, produced by Robert Rodriguez. I always thought this was directed by Robert Rodriguez. Um, yeah, it's got his, uh, was it, Funhouse logo yeah. or whatever. His, uh, originally, he had written the original script, but he doesn't get any writing because they had rewritten the script. He wrote the script back in like the 90s mm. for a Predator sequel. He wanted to do, he gets the rights, they rewrite the script um, with. Uh, uh, Nimrod on tall, Alex uh, Litvak, Michael Finch. Those guys really didn't go on to write much anything else. But So he doesn't even get the writing credit, but he gets the producing credit. I think his fingerprints are a lot on this movie. I know, I reading the trivia, he shows up on the director's commentary. So I imagine he was a very uh, in on-site uh, producer. Mm-hmm. Um, stars Adrian Brody. Uh, Maybe a ghost director. Oh, maybe, maybe. Is this a Steven Spielberg poltergeist situation? <laughs> uh, Adrian Brody, uh, Elise uh, Braga, Walter Goggins, Topher Grace, Lawrence Fishburne, Danny Trejo, Mahershala Ali, which uh, that was a fun, that was a fun surprise. To yeah. See. 2010. Um, Predators is, tells the story, uh, after a string of sub, oh, wait, no, that's the Rotten Tomato Critical senses. A group of elite warriors parachute into an unfamiliar jungle and are hunted by members of a merciless alien race. Um, has a tagline, Fear is Reborn. Um, okay, I'm going to mix up the, the format here. What, what, what are your initial thoughts of Predators? I think, I think it's a, a pretty solid little movie. Good action. It dips into the Predator lore. A little bit, and you know I like my lore. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's my initial thoughts. Yeah, I um, I had rewatched this within the, probably the last year, year and a half as well. It, this movie came out in 2010. I remember liking it okay. Watch it again, maybe 18 months ago. Again, still liked it. So I rewatching it again, I just still enjoy it as as a movie. Um, you know, The Predator is like a great franchise in that. You have the first movie, which is so good. You have the second one, which I don't think is good. And then the Alien vs. Predator movies, which I only saw one of, and I don't remember liking that much. So it's not like this is a movie where you you hear there's another sequel and you go, oh, they're going to ruin it. Right. Because... You're just like, Predator. Right. Yeah, it's the Predator. It's yeah. like, well, I mean, really, you're just basing off the first movie, which is like a 1980s Arnold Schwarzenegger vehicle. Yeah, and I mean, I even think the Alien vs. Predator movies can be categorized in their own little subset. I yeah. think we can just like not even worry about them. Yeah. Within the Predator universe. Jumping ahead in the trivia, that's exactly how Robert Rodriguez felt. Mm-hmm. This movie is a direct 
sequel to the 1987 Predator movie does not uh, has no tie-in to the Alien vs. Predator movies or um, any of the comic books. Uh, he, he made a point to say that. All right. Now, now I'm going to go through a more of a deeper plot. You just, uh, if anything catches your eye, you want to talk about, but then we'll get into our categories we normally get into. Predators, 2010. Adrian Brody awakens to find himself parachuting into a jungle. Nearby, he sees another man whose shoot didn't open and was killed on impact. Then he, meet, he meets several other people who have arrived there in the same manner. A Mexican drug cartel enforcer, Spetsnaz soldier, Israeli Defense Force sniper, a revolutionary United Front officer, a death row inmate, a Yakuza enforcer, and a doctor, played by Topher Grace. None of them know where they are or how they arrived there. Adrian Brody takes charge but reveals little about himself, though the sniper suspects that he is a mercenary and former black ops. I'm using their descriptions because I don't. I think only one person actually says their name in this movie. Yeah, I couldn't. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> only the, uh, the, the Spetsnaz soldier says Nikolai. Yeah. No one else has a name uh, until the very end of the movie. I don't want to give it away in the summary. Uh, that, you know, that, that's a that's a stand up and applaud moment in the, in the theater. Uh, yeah, yeah. He uh, he, Adrian Brody, speculates that they have been brought to the jungle for a reason since the expedition, except with the exception of the doctor. They are all armed lethal killers. In the jungle, they find empty cages, plants with neurotoxic poison. Uh, a deceased United States Special Forces soldier who fortifies the location with several traps. Uh, once they get to higher ground, they find themselves staring at an alien sky, discovering they are not on Earth. After the party is attacked by a pack of alien dogs, um, Adrian Brody's character deduces that the planet is some type of game preserve. He gets there very quickly, to that assumption. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Very smart. Yeah. I. He gets to, we're being hunted. I'm with him, he says. Because it's what I would have done. And Adrian Brody, uh, Brody is... He's, 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 he's doing an action movie voice. This whole movie. And I don't hate it. I buy him. Yeah. I totally buy him as this, like, grizzled soldier guy. Yeah. He, he's, yeah, he talks like this the whole movie. Yeah. Uh, he's, so he, the dogs hunt. They're pulled back. He's like, hey, we just got... We got flushed out. They watched us. It's what I would have done. But then he immediately jumps to this whole planet's a game preserve. It's like that's that seems like a, a leap. That is a big leap, yeah. Um, but we gotta move. We gotta move the story along. I yeah. Mean, that, that, they could have just stopped it. Just we're being hunted. Just a plot point to move the story along. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they follow tracks to a hunting encampment shoot. <laughs> and find a captive predator. Three larger predators attack, killing uh, one of the group members. But the rest of the group escapes. Uh, the sniper reveals that she has heard of these creatures before from a report by the only survivor of a special forces team who encountered one in Valverde, Guatemala in 1987. Call back to the original Predator. Motherfucking Dutch. The group next meets Nolan, an heir. He gets a name. Uh, played by Lawrence Fishburne. Introduces himself as Nolan. Because uh, he's polite. An air assault soldier who has survived on the planet for years by scavenging and hiding in an abandoned structure. He explains that the predators sharpen their skills by collecting warriors and dangerous beasts from other worlds and bringing them to the planet to hunt. Nolan also reveals that there is a blood feud between the larger predators and the smaller ones. Royce. Oh, I had in my notes what his name was, but spoiler <laughs> about five seconds, Agent Brody's name is Royce. You find out at the end, it's a big reveal. 
<laughs> Hope said it. We reveal that it's not necessary. Yeah. It's a nice moment, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Okay, at the end of the movie, Adrian Brody, Brody, who's this, like, think out for himself, hardened, black ops so mercenary, survivor. survivor. Yeah. At the end of the movie, he does something heroic, and he introduces himself, he says, my name's Royce. And I forgot that, oh yeah, I guess we didn't know his name. <laughs> Hour, 15 minutes later, I was like, oh yeah, hey, I guess he was playing that pretty close to the vest. And then it hit me. It's like, I guess I didn't know anybody's names <laughs> in any of these movies. Uh, Royce hopes that if he frees the smaller predator being held prisoner, it might be able to take them home using the other predator's spaceships. Uh, from there, they decide they need to fight the larger predators. Um, okay, we'll just start with the good. What worked for you with predators? Um, I, I, like I said, I bought Adrian Brody as a badass guy. I actually really like the whole cast. I thought, you know, as short-lived as some were, mm-hmm. some longer. I liked the cast. I think it was, it was everyone played their part well. Not too much of any one person. I think that was fine. Balance. I have the exact... Good ensemble doesn't give too much so we can't... So we can still root for bad guys. Because yeah. they're all bad guys. And I like that they... Yeah, we don't get too much of any one character. Uh, maybe Walter Goggins' character, when he tells a story about raping people. Like... Oh, yeah, I guess uh, this guy's pretty awful. That was such a forced... Because he, he... You know, we're told by Adrian Brody, who somehow knows that that guy's on, on FBI's most wanted yeah. list. Uh, he knows everything. Adrian Brody is omniscient in this shit. He's black which ops. Which is fine. He's black ops, mercenary. And, and we're told that Walter Goggins is, is FBI. But I think, I think they were... I, there were t- there were some things like that. I think um, even when Adrian Brody's like, "This is a game preserve." I think there were things that they they this movie was definitely like test screened a lot. Yeah, and and these were things that you'd clearly like see on a survey and be like, "Oh, we gotta fix that." And they're like, uh, "Walter Goggins is supposed to be a bad guy, but he's just kind of funny and goofy. So what's the what's the big deal? Why yeah. is he there with them?" And they're like, "Oh, we need a scene." Hey, yeah. Walter. Say, you know, we got to bring you back. We're reshooting this week. You got to, like, be a really creepy guy. Yeah. I'm going to go rape me some fine-ass bitches. Mm. Perfect. There you Cut. go. Yeah. I, I do like Adrian Brody. There, there's a great moment. He, he and the sniper lady are talking, and he just points everybody out. Knew exactly. Um, Mahershali, he goes, Sierra Leone, Death Squad. Like, just... Boom! He knew what cartel, uh, Danny Trejo. What like he yeah. names out the the cartel. He says, "Whatever, whatever cartel enforcer." Like just knows, and he just points to Walter Goggins, FBI's most wanted. <laughs> For what? What did he do? Yeah. I mean, Leonardo DiCaprio on Catch Me If I You Can wasn't he wanted by the FBI? <laughs> uh, so yeah, you have. They referred to him in the notes as a death row inmate, but that wasn't made clear to me. That he was on death row. I think they should have explored that they, more. They mentioned he he did say something about I was set to be executed oh, okay, next well, week or something. Okay. He did say that. Yeah, but it's brief. Yeah, brief. Which is probably fine. Is so? Do you think believe his his crime is is rape and murder? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, in which he, case is he an elite warrior that should be brought to this planet? I get why they didn't make him a serial killer, which yeah. is what you think they should have made him. Although I guess 
They didn't make him a serial killer in, in a Ted Bundy sense. Because um, we'll get to that. But, yeah, I guess. I mean, if he's on death row, he's probably murdered. Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, maybe it's just uh, he's there based on his body count. Oh, yeah, just, yeah. Just his kill. They're just going through the um, Excel spreadsheet. Yeah. They're looking at sabermetrics. It's like Moneyball. There's a big predator, Brad Pitt style, like, hey, this guy's body count. We got to get him in there. And another predator objects. is like, raping, raping, petty, like, raping murder? That's not, that's not what we hunt. Points to predator Jonah Hill. Hey, gets on base. And in this case, get on base to kill people. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I mean, I we stop talk about the Topher, the, the Topher Grace of it all? Is that... Because I'm going to put that on the positives. Yeah. Ish. Uh, I, so there's a great... So everybody's there except for... Everyone's there. He's there for a reason. Except for Topher Grace. No one can get it. Well, he's a doctor. Maybe they brought a doctor for the team. Yeah. To, support. A support character. Yeah, a support yeah. character. Yeah, you know, hey, support. The, the, they're going to hunt you. You may get away. We provided you a doctor to patch you up because we're going to get you again. Uh, turns out he is a serial killer, right? That's yeah, kind think, of what you're led I, to believe. I think we're led to believe that he is some sort of serial murderer. He is a Jeffrey Dahmer, a Dexter-style. Yeah. Yeah. Kills. He's a doctor that kills people. He, he knows about toxins and yeah. poisons and Which is alien he, toxins and poisons. Yeah. Well, apparently, reading in the notes, that plant does exist on Earth. Oh, okay. It has been extinct for nearly 2,000 years, though. Oh. So... He's deep in his um, when you, that herbiculture. I mean, I mean, when you uh, you hunt for sport, yeah. like a predator, I mean, you're doing some research, especially if that's your forte. Like if if you if you poison people or or use some sort of uh, toxin to incapacitate your your your, your victim, hey, you're doing a little research. How convenient for him too that he was able to identify that plant and. How great was it that, hey, here was a neurotoxin that was going to be able to knock out uh, a victim, which is great because everybody else on the team could kick his ass. Yeah. But it also allowed him to do his thing, which is, uh, I guess, torture people, and they could still feel it. Classic serial killer stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So that worked out great for him. Yeah. Well, not so great in the end. But uh, <laughs> that's a fun reveal. I thought it was great. That's a nice little twist. I- just even leading up to that, I like this whole, we're all, this is this, but, and then, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. I just liked it. Just kind of a little mystery to it, you know. The only negative I have about, well, the only negative I really have about the character is I feel like he shows his hand too early before the twist. Yeah. Which is showing Nikolai's kids to the other, to, to essentially beg for mercy to not be left. He, and he pulls out a picture of the kids and says, I have kids, but we know that those are Nikolai's kids. So right then you're like, wait a minute, some, this guy's not just a duck. Like, there's something up with this guy. And then and then the reveal happens, you know, three minutes later. Yeah. I wish they just would have saved it. Just the whole time we just think, yeah, he's just a, he's, he's a good guy who just ended up on an alien planet. It's great he's making it to the end. You're going to have Adrian Brody... Uh, the lady ki- uh, character and like the nerd character, and that's going to be your your final three. But yeah, can't tip it a little early. I have this under my negative. And I don't know if I fully believe it's under my negative because I don't dislike him in the movie, but Topher Grace, it, it's he kind of just doesn't fully work for me as much as everybody else in the ensemble does. But probably because everybody else in the ensemble just gets to play like play up like what they like Danny Trejo. 
gets to be a cartel. Yeah, I mean... He's dating Trey. That's the thing. It's, like, so stereotypical. All they ever know is so stereotypical. Walter Goggins, like, you buy him. Especially coming off Justified, which is, Yeah, and I liked it because I... Tupper Grace is this kind of, like, unassuming dude. Yeah. Right? And so, like, for him to... Oh, he's a doctor. Yeah, okay. Oh, oh, he's actually, like, a psycho-crazy serial killer... Yeah, that's how they hide, man. Topher Grace has this, um, he has this cadence when he talks. It's very, it's almost like snarky. It's yeah. very, you know, the, it's the Eric Foreman thing where like he, he he talks in a way that's like, are, are you making fun of me right now? Yeah. Like, okay, he, Red. Yes. Yeah. And so I was like, are you a? Would you be a crazy serial killer guy? Because then he, you know he gets attacked by a predator and he has a line which I think is really. Great line of him trying to beg off the predator and say, "Hey, you and me, we're the same, buddy. Like I'm one of you." Uh, I just don't know if I buy Topher Grace. Um, let me throw another name at you. See if this would work. Remember, this is a doctor. You think he's just a, a meat doctor, and then it turns out he's a serial killer who thinks he's a predator. Kurtwood Smith, Red Foreman. <laughs> I buy Red uh, Foreman. Is like, <laughs> yeah, I see the turn with Red Foreman. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, I like I like Topher, but I mean, oh, I guess he's also so much younger than everybody else in the cast that I not only did I not buy him as a serial killer, I was like, are you sure you're a doctor? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I, I think he was like 32 when this movie came right. out, but uh, I was like, yeah, you're a fairly would have been a doctor. resident. <laughs> yeah, you know, you make uh, you know Kurt Smith kind of an older, you know, you buy him like, oh yeah, you're, you're definitely not a you're definitely not a soldier. Um, but then, you know, he has the RoboCop in him, you know? True, yeah, true. He, he, has, he has that bad Yeah, guy. I mean, I, I, I liked the Topher Grace. I, I liked him in it. No. I thought it worked. That worked for me. Uh, also with the good, so uh, fun ensemble. It's a very, like, tight story. They don't try to do too much with it. They do introduce a little Predator lore that if you, if you only watch 1987's Predator and this movie... They give you at least something where yeah. the first one does, it didn't give you anything. You you kind of just figure it all out through just an alien there. To it's hunt. just an alien, yeah, yeah. Just an alien there to hunt. Um, I think they figure out that they're being hunted. Yeah, and they say something like that. This kind of gives you a little more background um, through exposition when we meet Lawrence Fishburne's character, which I don't I don't to be like just big dumps, but you have to get out there somewhere. But um, otherwise, it's a, just a very tight story. Boom. You have the Predators. Instead of going to Earth to hunt commandos, they bring commandos to a planet where they can practice hunting. Yeah. Makes sense. And it's they don't try to do too much more with it than that. Um, I also like the predator, the, the larger Predators. Uh, you know, there were three of them. You had one, and so they had names. There was, like, uh, the Berserker, who's the biggest one. There was the Falconer, who had a... Oh, yeah, the robot, yeah, the... the yeah, yeah, robot thing that looked, and then, uh, I forget what the third one was called, but he's the one who had the dogs. Yeah. And I thought that was cool, just how it was actually, like, a, like an actual hunting party. Like, they yeah. all had their roles of how they, how, how you would, you would lead a hunting party. Um, yeah. What didn't work for you with Predators? Um, just the whole kind of, like, I like the, I like the lore and mythology and stuff, but just to have these people, like, just parachuted in, um... First off, if you can, if you can grab these people unawares, strap parachutes on and drop them in some atmosphere or some thing, why can't you just like drop them there? 
Yeah, have them wake up on the ground. Yeah, why are they just there? Yeah. And, you know, if we really need to see people with their parachutes that didn't open, with broken legs and backs and yeah. stuff, I don't think we really needed to. Yeah. So that didn't work for me. I just, I'm less like... But it's also not very efficient. No. From, I, mean, I guess I can just go to Earth and grab eight people real quick, but it was supposed to be nine. One, one guy didn't make it. Yeah, and then there was like the, the monster thing that was... They, mm. all of a sudden, the monster's chasing Topher Grace. Right. And they kill it, and then, then all of a sudden, they're like, oh, that's the thing from the cage? Yeah. Well, you didn't see it get out of the cage, so you right. wouldn't have known that was from the cage. And... Why don't you think those dog things that were chasing you were from the cage? Yeah. I don't, like... That's what I would have thought. Yeah. Uh, and then that thing's chasing Topher Grace, and they say, ah, he must think we're the ones who brought him there. Why would he think that? Has he not come across the Predators yet? There, he's also an elite warrior. He yeah. just doesn't look like you. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was that. That was there. Um, you know, part of being a tight story, you don't get too much of the cast, which is also good. But it's also just kind of like there's not a lot to return to, even though I've seen this movie like twice now within the last two years. It's not like the first Predator, where I mean, I remember every lot. I I can recite every name. You know, before even rewatching it twice this last year, I, I could still Poncho Hawkins, Blake. Like you just remembered all yeah, those guys. Mac. This I forgot that they didn't have anything. See, I got CIA. CIA got you pushing too many pencils. Yeah, Dylan. Yeah, it's uh. Yeah, there's not. You're right. Yeah. This was my second watch, and I enjoyed it, mm-hmm. but I don't know why. Yeah, it doesn't have... I mean, it feels a lot like a Predator movie, and, and they do some fun um, nods to the original. You know, there's a scene where uh, Adrian Brody's character jumps, and it, it's it's you know almost a shot-for-shot shot remake of Arnold Schwarzenegger doing the same yeah. thing with the explosion behind him. We get... Uh, he even says, come, kill me. Yeah, kill, kill me, me do it now. Which, yeah. I like that. I like that kind of stuff. I like, yeah. hey, we're actually... We're actually like throwing back to the original. Yeah, uh, Lawrence Ooh. Fishburne, he gets to do the like the voice whisper thing of like uh, that Mac yeah. is saying in, in the thing. Yeah. Um, there's that, but then on its own accord, they don't have. There's not like their memorable like fun '80s action lines. You know, Agent Brody doesn't get off any cool one liners. He no. didn't get to say you know if it bleeds, uh, we can kill it or oh, yeah. stick around, or, get to the chopper, like all, all those lines. He does have one which I like. It's kind of clunky delivery. You can't you can't repeat it. You can't say it to a guy when Topher Gray says, "Hey, you're a good guy," and Adrian Brody says, "No, but I'm fast." I wrote that one down. I said, "Yeah, that's a dope line." <laughs> but you know, it's clunky because it, it's really a, it's a it's a two person thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I liked no, but I'm fast. I'm fast, yeah. Um, Comes into play later. Lawrence Fishburne saying, uh, you know, you know, oh, uh, Adrian Brody again gives another Arnold line, which is, what the fuck are you? To Lawrence Fishburne, and Lawrence Fishburne says, I'm alive. Again, great line, but these are responses. Yeah. You know, you can't just say it. You know, you need, you need the, uh, the, the the setup of it. Because, uh, yeah, saying, you know, what are you? I'm alive. Yeah. And that was just like where Lawrence Fishburne <clears throat> um, is res- his, his residence. Yeah. We got this massive fucking jungle planet. The Predators can clearly take you anywhere they want. Yeah. Why are... Is there any kind of machinery there? Why would they not 
search that machinery. That yes. For you, they know there's a. They know you're there. Maybe are they scared of him now? Well, I don't know. He says once you kill him, that's when they. That's when they get pissed off. Yeah. So now it's like personal, but you've just set up this place that like oh that's where I live though. They wouldn't check it. Like he should be constantly on the move. Right. Run, running from predators, yeah. but. And then the predators like oh, I guess predators they leave and they come back so maybe the new predators don't know he's there. Yeah, I guess so. Although he says to the berserker. Oh, you've been looking for me. Right. Yeah. Finally found me. Yeah, finally, yeah finally but found it, me. But it's... The Predator... I, I like this thing. I like there are these multiple tribes of Predators. I like that they hunt for sport. And and then, yeah, we have Lawrence's whole delivery of, yeah, they, they learn from their people they kill and they become better. But for what? Yeah. Are they fighting a war against the... I mean, it just... And then I'm like, well, if they're that sporting, they, they, they sure cheat a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's not very sporting to be camouflaged like that and have thermal vision and every advantage you could possibly need or want. They, I, what, what's so sporting about that? I wrote, do these predators have honor? Uh, when Lawrence Fishburne comes face to face with the with one of them, he says, hey, you've been looking for me. He raises a club to fight him off and the, guy, and the other predator just shoots him. Yeah. It's bizarre. See, now, the predator who fought the Yakuza member... Took, took his armor off. Said, yeah. hey, we're going to go swords. You know, and I was like, okay, that's a, that's a fair fight. But you're right. Outside of the fair fight, uh, you know, in the first Predator, when the girl picks up the gun, Arnold kicks it out of her hand and says, no, you know, hey, when if you're armed, that's when they get you. But... But know. then when he's not armed, he's getting shot at with a shoulder cannon like crazy yeah. at the end. I don't know. Well, because, you know, he already shot at him. True. I guess he was, like, why the, they, at that point, the aggressor. Yeah. It would, you know, Topher Grace, up to that point, did nothing to any of the Predators. They're still hunting him just the same. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, how, how sporty is this? Yeah. <laughs> um, one point, Adrian Brodesy, uh, Brody talks about hunting man. And once you learn to love hunting a man, there's nothing like it. No going back from it. He says, it's a Hemingway quote. I wrote, is it? And it's back checking. It just doesn't. It just doesn't feel like. I don't remember reading that in the Old Man of the Sea, but uh, I'm pretty sure that it is, must be right. That is from. Uh, that is Hemingway. That is it's a Hemingway quote. I've from, heard it before. From whom the bell tolls? No. Uh, what's the one? The one about the black op. I can't remember. Oh, all right. Mike, fact check that. That's I've literally I read two Hemingway books, and you we named them it both. Was, okay. The third is from is from which that comes, I believe. Yeah. Uh, all right, well, there you go. So okay, it is. You know what? I, I move that to the positives. I also like that Adrian Brody's, Brody's character Royce reads Hemingway. Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, boom. All right. I have this as a question. More just about the general uh, Predators uh, franchise. So this movie is called Predators. And Robert Rodriguez says that this is a direct sequel to Predator. Also, we have Alien vs. Predator. And of course, the direct sequel to Alien was Aliens. Can you think of another franchise that deserves an S treatment? Hmm. Where you just add an S to the sequel and you get more of the thing from the first one. I'll tell you, I initially thought of this question because I wanted to make the, the joke Jaws's, 
But then you brought up the Meg, and I go, oh yeah, that was the plot to Meg. <laughs> there were two Jaws. Two Jaws. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just had to explain. This one's Predators. Yeah. There's three of them. But it alludes to not only the Predators, the creatures, but the ensemble of people brought. Yeah, I believe the sniper at one point even says, yeah, we're, we're pred- all Predators. We're all Predators. And I, I think that's super cool. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, who's the real? Maybe the maybe the real predator is looking you in the mirror, or maybe the real predator is the friends we. That's made. also from a Hemingway book. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe the maybe uh, the predators are the friends Adrian Brody made along his journey. Uh, of course, they're all dead, so didn't make uh, uh, make a lot of friends. All right, does this movie need a sequel to Predators? Following, so there is a sequel, The Predator. No. Saw it once, didn't love it, didn't really like it. Does it make any reference to Predators? I don't remember. Okay. If it, if it, if it I almost want to rewatch it. I just, do too. Just for that, I'm trying to go to Wikipedia and find out. I just know. I just remember I like the the crazy soldier guy. Uh, Tom Shane. No, uh, Key and Pill. Oh, uh, uh, Key, Key, Key Michael Key. Yeah. Is that right? Keegan. Yeah, Ke- Keegan Michael Key. Keegan Michael Key. Yeah, I liked him. Yeah. Um, was that Olivia Munn's in that? Olivia Munn's in it. Uh, I I remember liking uh, Sterling Brown. Yeah. He's he's kind of like the the human bad guy. Yeah, he's like the, the scientist yeah. type, right? God, I don't know who the, who's the lead of that movie. I don't know. Probably Olivia Munn. Like ge- that's a, it's like generic Charlie Hunnam. It's like a blo- oh, it's like, it's like yeah. a dude. It's just like yeah, a guy. You're right. You're right. Yeah. But um. I would like to see a sequel to Predators yeah. because I want to see Royce and the sniper mm-hmm. woman like rally up these other things that are dropping from yeah. this guy, whether they be human or not. It seems like they go back to the human well a lot. Yeah. Uh, we saw the Special Forces guy who he'd been there at least two weeks because that's when he died. Lawrence Fisher has been there for 10 seasons, however long a season is. I just think it would be cool. Like, I, I would like to see them try to get off that planet. Clearly, they need to like take over a ship or something. Yeah. But I'd also like to see this whole cool thing where they, they rally some other like some other humans in there. Maybe those humans aren't from Earth. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't it be great? Yeah, wouldn't that be a great movie? He just, every time somebody drops, he recruits them. They keep building up. The Predators, they only come in threes. Yeah. After a couple seasons of it, three predators show up, and then all of a sudden there's just like a straight up army of like all these people that are going to be hired. They're like, oh, we're fucked. And then what was the fourth predator doing there? Was he, yes, right? Was he left? Is that he, also a game preserve he can use? Right. Do or, both he, clans get to? Exactly. Are they different races? There's so, oh, much, I, there's so much more I want to know. What planet do the predators come from? Because... Lawrence Fisher says there it's like the difference between a dog and a wolf. Like they're the same but they're different. Mm. And the predator the big predators are bigger and they got different faces. But do those two predators exist on the same planet and they're just like a warring faction? Should, instead of going dog and a wolf, he should have went dog a, a wolf and a coyote. Uh-huh. He should have kept it with two wild animals. Yeah. You know? Because what dog? I, mean, I got a dog. Yeah, or maybe look anything like a wolf. Or maybe like a, a a lion and a bobcat. Yeah. Or a lion and a tiger. Lion and Tiger. Yeah. 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 Both big big Both cats. Predators. Yeah. You know, one's on the on the in the jungle, one's on the 
the planes. Yeah. Yeah. An alligator and a crocodile. That would have been good too. Yeah. 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 Hippopotamus and a bigger hippopotamus. (laughs) The most dangerous animals. Would you like to see a remake of Predators? Do this again. No. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't want to see them. T- I, I'd be curious if the Predators, which I don't... The Predator. Uh, also, let, let's add numbers to these. I, I, I'm, we're, we're, we'll get to the ranking of what this name is, but there's Predator, Predator 2, Predators, The Predator. It's very confusing. If all four movies are in fact tied to one another, yeah. and we know Predators is at least tied to, to Predator. one, yeah. yeah. Um, and Danny Glover is just like, yeah. What the hell? You feel right about my movie? I think I read in the trivia too of the Predator that there's a reference to Danny Glover's Predator. Okay. Predator two. So all I four tied. And was Predator two? Are we like hunting in an urban urban jungle, or did it crash land? I can't remember. I I I don't remember. Okay. I, yeah, I thought it was just that was the plot. It was like, hunting because oh, it had the, had, had all its trophies yeah. hung up in that warehouse or whatever. Yeah, but there but there is the ship because Danny Glover gets on the ship. It's on the ship, point. and that's when we see the alien skull. Yes, and we see um, a bunch of sorry, guns. the xenomorph skull. Yeah, yeah, and all the weapons. Uh, yeah, all the weapons. Um, the blades. Yeah, there's like a gun from like back in the day and yeah. stuff. So let us know, Predator. He does that a lot. Um, Yeah, um, Adrian Brody, in 2010, he was having a moment. King Kong, Predators, he does, uh, he does some, he does Splice, there's that Keira Knightley movie, The Jacket, he's, you know, leading manager Brody. Now he's not. Now he's kind of Wes Anderson's Adrian Brody. Yeah. Is it time for an Adrian Brody, uh, sans? I think he's, I think he's poised for a move. Yeah, I, yeah. I watched this as like, I, I I don't know I I think I heard something that he was it's probably just because he's banned from SNL that he's maybe a little problem uh, hard hard to work with oh is he well Ed Norton mm-hmm. but again I mean he's based on that he got banned from SNL for being difficult um, you win one Academy Award and look what happens to yeah you. yeah then you throw in the penis yep. um, yeah but uh, as an action guy I totally bought him he doesn't look like Arnold Schwarzenegger but I bought him as a black ops soldier. He's more. He's kind of like a more realistic kind of soldier, yeah. right? Uh, the director actually made some a statement about that. Why he went Adrian Brody, Brody, whereas he said, "Hey, I could have gone Vin Diesel. I could have gone something like that." And uh, since his quote was, "People would say, oh, 'Oh, you're just trying to get Arnold too.' So I wanted to go with a guy who looked completely different, but also you could buy as a wiry soldier." Yeah, I mean. He looks like yeah. when he's got his shirt off and stuff and he's totally ripped out. I'm like, he looks like he kicked the shit out of you. Yeah. But in a practical sense. It, well, yeah. Like like you would get kicked the shit out of like outside of a bar. Yeah. Like that's you a guy. I mean? Like you pissed off the wrong guy and you got the shit kicked out of you. He's not in, you know, he's not doing the bodybuilding lifts. But that's a guy who, uh, you know, does the tire thing. It swings the ropes. Yeah. He does a lot of practical He's toning. He's yeah. toning. He's not beefing up. He's toning. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's not. He's not throwing barbells. He's doing TRS. Yeah, he, he's not focusing on peak bicep form. He wants deadlifts because he needs a strong core. Yeah, I mean, there's there's uh, what was Arnold's thing? Pumping iron. Yeah, pumping iron. He's not pumping iron. He's TB12. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, 
Yeah. Going the Brady the Brady the Brady way. Resistance yeah. bands and and healthy eating. How do you think Brady would hold up against a predator? Brady would kick the shit we out of him. We doubt him. We doubt him every season. <laughs> Brady would beat the shit out of a yeah. predator. I mean, you grab the most elite warriors, but maybe you need to start grabbing the most elite humans. Yeah, because not only is Brady a great athlete, yeah. he's smart as hell. Yeah. He, he, would, he would dominate a predator. If Tom Brady said, we're on a game preserve, I'd say, yeah. Okay, listen to this yeah. guy. He knows what he's talking he about. So yeah. We're on a game preserve. <laughs> I'd buy it. I think Tom Brady stands a better chance against a predator than Aaron Rodgers. Oh, definitely. I mean, yeah. Aaron Rodgers would just like do something weird. He'd be moping. And try to talk it out. Yeah, yeah. Brady would be a man of action. Yeah, yeah. Just do what needs to be done. Yeah. Is Brady gonna? He is he gonna make the jump? I know athletes. Do athletes still do that? Is he gonna do pull like a Brian Bosworth or like a, uh, you know, ah, my football career is done. I'll become an action star. No, I don't. I wish I, athletes did that more. I don't think. I don't think he's gonna do that. I think there's it's more likely he's gonna like join the PGA tour or something. Yeah. He's gonna make another billion dollars in another athletic endeavor. Yeah. Or just like sail on a yacht. Or just sail on a yacht. <laughs> uh just coaches kids T ball teams. You yeah. Know? It's or they're probably older than that. Baseball teams. Little league. Uh do you need to see the first predator to enjoy predators? I think it I think it makes it more enjoyable. Hmm. Uh, man. No, I'm going to change my answer. No, you don't. From a peer, will you understand this movie? You do not need to see Predator. Right. They do enough exposition. The sniper gives the backstory of what happened in Guatemala. Lawrence Fishburne's there to fill in exactly what's happening. Adrian Brody, Brody can just figure everything out immediately and just tell you what's happening. So you can really just start this movie, finish it, You'll understand the movie. Yeah. Um, but the Easter eggs are yeah. shinier if you had seen yes. Predator. Otherwise, when Adrian Brody says, what the fuck are you? You'd say, that's rude. This, this, guy, just <laughs> saved, this guy just saved your life, and your response is, what the fuck are you? That's, yeah. that's messed up. Uh, my only complaint, there wasn't someone... I mean, why couldn't uh, Walter Goggins have just said some that son of a bitch is dug in like an Alabama tick. <laughs> like that would like that's my favorite line of Predator. Why not when he's talking about raping fine hoes? Does he not to say he's a goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus? <laughs> and then uh, you got Ni- time to bleed. Nikolai says, "Yeah, strap this on your sore ass, Walter Goggins." Because <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have a name. <laughs> what? Yeah, strap this on your sore ass, Walter Goggins. Uh, Ain't got time to bleed. All right, Predator, Predators. Which are you rewatching first? Predator. Yeah, pre- pre- it's just Predators had no shot. Predator is an all-time classic. Yeah, no shot. I mean, it is an all-time classic. It's it's interesting to me though that they both have really good casts. Yeah, they're ensemble casts. A headliner or two per ensemble, yeah. and then some kind of filler at the time filler people. Walter Goggins wasn't super massive. He's still not huge, mm-hmm. but he's gotten bigger. I, Walter Goggins gotten to the st- point where you go, "That's Walter." Goggins. Yeah, like, he's Walter Goggins. Yeah. You know, Mahershala Ali. No one knew who he was when this movie ten came years out. ago. Yeah, yeah. But now, yeah, now you rewatch it. It's Mahershala. Danny Trejo's been Danny Trejo for the last thirty years. Right. And um, then Fishburne. I'm just like, is Fi- is Lawrence Fishburne a good actor? Yes. Okay. I wrote. 
Lawrence Fit when he showed up, I said Lawrence Fishburne acting his ass off right now. I'm just never sure, but I always like him. Yeah. Because I'm always like, oh, he's Morpheus, so I'm always going to like him. Yeah. But then, see, I always remember his Furious Styles from Boys in the Hood, where okay. I think that's a great acting performance. Yeah, that's true. He, yeah, he, he, he goes and does uh, three Matrix movies, and then I don't think he really has to do a lot. He just doesn't have to do a lot. He's he's yeah. in this briefly, and I'm yeah. like, okay. He's, he's in, on Blackish as the grandpa. He, he just kind of shows up and says funny things. For like, he's in that Liam Neeson movie I watched, Ice Road mm-hmm. or whatever. He's just... It's just more. It's just Lawrence Fishburne yeah. doing Lawrence Fishburne. I guess he's good. I'm not sure, but okay. I'm glad yeah. you told me he is. There is this, uh, this interview, this podcast. Uh, I can't remember the show, but it's like from like the Ringer. They were doing some uh, thing for Quentin Tarantino. Probably when, when Once Upon a Time and um, Once Upon a Time in uh, Hollywood came out. He he talks about Lawrence Fishburne. Uh, he's he, Quentin Tarantino has a lot of respect for Lawrence Fishburne. Thinks he's one of the finest actors we have today. And tells an interesting story of Lawrence Fishburne losing out the role of Jules in Pulp Fiction to Sam Jackson and another role that I can't remember what the other role was. But it's like two super major roles that I think would have changed how people think of Lawrence Fishburne and being like, oh no, he's as popular as Samuel L. Jackson is. Uh but he puts out those roles. But then he goes and does the Matrix, so he's fine. He's just fine. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he gets the Matrix. Five years later, after Pulp Fiction, and um, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, but uh, was yeah. it a, was it Samuel Jackson from Jackie Brown? Was it that role? Too? No, I don't think the other role was one um, Tarantino movie. Was a Tarantino movie, but I think Sam Jackson also got the role. But yeah, he loses, or no, maybe he loses the role. He definitely loses the role of Jules to Samuel Jackson. Uh, he would have been a good Jules too. Yeah, and it. the other one maybe loses it to Denzel. And yeah, I, I'll have to look it up, but. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Quinn, Quinn Nertino talking about uh, acting. Was it Denzel in Training Day? I wonder. Yeah, I don't know how to Google that. This would take me research. <laughs> but yeah, I'll, find, I'll text Mike it. Uh, and then you guys can find the podcast. It's just Quinn Nertino podcast. How many has he done? <laughs> uh, yeah, and then finally, Predators. Um, oh yeah, and about the ensemble cast. Um, God, I had one more thing. But yeah, Topher Grace... Guy you recognize, and he's been on that 70s show forever, and, um, yeah, uh, and the, 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 the lady, um, uh, Alice, uh, Braga, she's a face that you, like, you I was going through IMDb, I was like, oh yeah, she's in a ton she's of She's in movies. a ton of stuff. Yeah, I think I wrote down a couple of what she was doing before this, um, yeah, she was in Repo Man, I Am Legend, um, a couple other Will Smith movies, she was in, like, Seven Pounds, and, um, yeah, she just shows up in a ton yeah. of stuff. She was in, um, the latest Marvel movie I watched, The New Moons. She's in that. Mm. Um, so yeah, yeah, it is a, this ensemble cast. Same with the first Predator. You recognize everybody in those movies except for maybe like two guys each, yeah. you know, in, in each one. Yeah, and then there's the guy, like, I think pa- Poncho is played by a guy that I am like, is that a really young um, Roy Schneider? It looks like it, right? Yeah. He has like the nose. Yeah, I was like, is that a really young Roy Schneider? And I'm like, well, no, because uh, Jaws was before this, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unless uh, Roy Schneider had uh, Benjamin Button's disease. <laughs> In which case. Uh, and then, it's not Poncho. It's uh, the other guy. The other guy who's not one of the big, huge, buff bodybuilder guys. That's Shane Black, who would then go on to write... Um, Lethal Weapon and Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and uh, The Nice Guys. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, who's Shane Black? 
they'll do into the screenwriting. Yeah, R- Richard Chavez plays Poncho, and Shane Black plays Hawkins, who is uh, he's the one with glasses. I think he's the first one. Tell the jokes. Yeah. 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 He tells the <laughs> yeah tells the tells the, the, tells the joke in the, the helicopter jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then finally, Predators. Did we need it? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I think so. It's a good movie. Yeah. It's uh. I mean, it's. It's like cotton candy. It's it is, there's not a lot of substance if you really think about it too much, um, but it's a good ensemble. It's a it's a tight story. It's an hour and fifty minutes. It's got good action. It doesn't look bad. Yeah, it's it's perfectly fine. Looks pretty cool, and they didn't do anything real crazy with the predator blood. That's one thing I like. Predator blood looks like predator blood. Yeah. Neon green. Yeah. You know it didn't like clearly you know things have come a long way with like the camouflage look and stuff. And I would like, honestly, like, if we're, like, we, we went over, you know, sequels and remakes, I would like to see a, and we talked about this when we talked Terminator 2, I'd like to see a remaster of Predator. Mm. I would like to see them clean up that visual effect on the, the camouflage especially. Yeah. Um, because it doesn't look bad and it's, you're, okay, oh, this movie came out in 88, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Or 87 or whatever, you're like, it's fine for then, but... Yeah, I think that movie could really benefit from a remaster, and you you clean that up with with some modern technology and just yeah. make it look cooler. Let's say back in nineteen seven, that was the Predator's technology at the time. That is a good point. In two thousand ten, it's, it's gotten, gotten better. It, it's gotten better. That's a good point. It's like it's like how the U.S. Army went from like their normal camo to like the digital camo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it does have like the wavy, which I mean, nineteen seven, that looked that look cool. Look cool. Yeah. Like oh man, he's invisible, but he's not invisible. I can see him. Yeah, and it's not, you know, it doesn't look bad still, but it looks dated. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm like, yeah, I, I was thinking, I was watching, like, a remaster here would be kind of cool, just... Which is wild when you rewatch that. And there, there's a couple movies, and this point where, like, Predator lives on, kind of the same way Alien does. Outside of, like, the special effects, or those type of visual effects, the movie still looks good for 1987. Like, the Predator looks good. Looks great. Yeah. yeah like, that's great. a guy in a suit, and that's a great suit. That's a great suit. Yeah, the the, the head does I mean, we watched the Term- you know, Terminator, and Puppet, you know, when you talk about Puppet Arnold head, Predator face looks great. Yeah, and you could tell it was shot, You it was shot on film, too, because mm. in HD, it's so crisp. Yeah. You know, and I and that goes a long way. Those old old films, there's it's so easy for them to bring those older films into HD and have them look good because they were shot on film, which is super high definition by nature. Yeah. And and so it it just transfers. Like, all the megapixels. Yeah. Yeah. So Predators check it out, stream it on uh, Hulu right now. Uh you can watch it if you have that subscription service. It's fun. It's just a, it's a it's fun movie. It's just a fun action movie. Fun movie. That's fun not movies. a it's a it's a grown up action movie. It's not like a it's not a Marvel movie. Yeah, and, and other than, I, I wish they would have spent a little more time on the difference between the two Predator versions. We mm. see like the armor's different clearly. It's, uh, the the bigger ones like decorate their armor with like bones and stuff. Yeah. But then like I would like other than like the last fight. I'm like and even during the last fight, I don't really get a sense of size difference. And the only thing you kind of see like their jaws are a little different. Mm-hmm. I would just like, yeah. Uh, the the bigger predator has like their faces like more uh, sleek. Yeah, you know, it's kind of got a longer face. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I didn't answer the sequel thing, but uh, yeah, we don't really need to see a remake. But uh, yeah, if we get another sequel of a predator movie, let's explore this this war. I believe the war between the two predators is also a plot point in the predator. Okay. 
I believe there's two predators in that as well. There's a small one and a big one. And I don't know if that ties into the predators, but they definitely, like, there's a small one. I think his, they say his ultimate goal is he's there to warn the humans that big predator is coming, I think. Need to revisit that. Yeah, I don't remember. But I, there's, de- there's definitely two. That was, like, much like the Meg. That's the twist. Two predators. Yeah. Um, oh, they just call it the predator. The predator, yeah. Yeah. So, check it out. It's fun. Uh, yeah. If you have questions, thoughts on the Predator, Predators, oh, what would you give this uh, sequel name? Predators with an S. It's so lame. <laughs> but I don't know what else you do. Do you give it a three? Do you give it a colon? A colon. Predator Game Preserve. <laughs> predator to hunt a man. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's such a. I'm neutral on it. Yeah. I don't care about it. I, like, Alien versus Aliens is, like, that's fine. It's Alien and Aliens. Predators and Predator. like, I don't know. It's just, I have a tough time with it. Yeah. And then you throw in the, the, the Predator. And that just gets all, it's called, but yeah, Predator, it just feels lazy. But I guess it's kind of a fun, like, ah, it's 20 years later. And I don't know if you had that in mind of, like, oh, there's Alien and Aliens. I'm doing Predator, Predators. Three predators, but yeah, just yeah. You don't want to call it three because I think he wants you to, f- to forget about two. That's the thing I'm thinking. Like they don't, I don't feel like they really want to acknowledge two. Yeah. So if you call it three, then you are acknowledging predator two. Right. And you don't want to do the thing where it's a sequel, but you give it the exact same name, which I feel like we've done those before, where it's uh, God, I feel like we did one recently where it, it the, the movie was the exact same title. As the original, and then you find out halfway through the movie, I was like, oh no, this is actually a sequel. Um, the Thing? Uh, yes, The Thing. There you go. That, great example. Yeah. Yeah, The Thing and The Thing, but then you find out that The Thing is actually the prequel to The Thing. Right. Um, which is a remake of The Thing. Yeah, which is a remake. <laughs> of, well, The Thing from Outer Space. Think, right? Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, I have a long title, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, check it out, Predator. Um... Next week, we're going to return, or next episode, we're returning with another movie, a new movie to theaters, a new to HBO Max. We're going to watch The Suicide. Another confusing, is it a sequel? Is it a remake? Is it a reboot? We don't know. We're going to find out. We're going to watch The Suicide Squad, the follow-up to Suicide Squad. Oh, man. I I don't know. I don't know. Uh, just wait until the third one drops in oh, Suicide man. Squads. <laughs> with an S. Uh, yeah, so you can watch that in ahead of time. Uh, until then, it's been Don't Be That Guy, Guide to Sequel and Remix. No time to bleed. This planet is a game preserve. And we're the game.